the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This station is not responsible for the problems that Mark may cause for the following. Wife's mother's daughter's ex-wives, grandmother's great-grandmother's, stepmother's daughter's, and in-laws. If you find yourself agreeing with everything Mark says, please seek professional help. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. The time is four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Bill Conium from 25th Street Auto, 25th and Indian School, sitting here next to me. I really respect Bill. He's a good guy. He's a good technician. He's a good business owner. He does everything right. And the most important thing to me is is that when I refer people to you, they don't call me back and say I shouldn't. <laughs> so I'm really appreciative of that. I'm Thank really you very much. The, the feeling is mutual, Mark. Uh, it just, uh, it's just a, a tough thing to go. This portion is of Under the Hood is brought to you by Tom at Action Auto. He's on the northwest corner of Deer Valley and I-17. He's been around a very long time. Tom's been around since 1983. He's really a good guy. If you like to fish, you're going to want to go, not on Monday morning or Friday night, but you're going to want to stop by when you can talk to Tom because he'll sit in the lobby until you're both a year older talking about fishing. He is just a a world-class fisherman, but he's almost every bit as good as working on cars. So he has a full line of technicians. They're ASC mastered and all the way down. They know how to diagnose a car. They know how to bid a car, and they know how to fix a car, and then they know how to go test drive it to make sure that the problem they were supposed to fix is really fixed. So if you live anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, then Action Auto Repair would be a a recommendation I think you should look at for maybe an oil change and just see how you're treated. And are you treated better than where you're at now? Bob, you're up next. How can we help you today? I have a 07 Prius with 250,000 miles and recently had my oil changed and the tech told me that I had about a quart and a half of oil left. Uh, I change it every 5,000 miles. Uh, He told me that I'm burning oil and that it's normal for 250,000 mile engine to burn oil. So the question is, number one, uh, am I going to be able to pass inspection? And number two, uh, when am I going to start uh, burning blue smoke out of my tailpipe? Bill, you want to take either one of those? (laughs) Nobody's going to be able to predict that for you. Um, I can say that uh, Toyotas lately, as far as all the different car lines I work on, are probably have more oil consumption complaints, or like you say, more blue smoke complaints than, than most car lines I work with. Um, I'm going to say that since there's going to be a film of oil left on the cylinder wall every time the piston ring goes past it and the car fires, a car, a brand new car could burn a minuscule amount of oil. The older it gets, you can expect that to be, uh, to, to, to get, begin to increase. The owner's manual probably tells you something ridiculous, like every time you fill up your gas, check the oil level because the car's going to burn some oil, and you need to catch it before it's down to one quart of oil. I just usually it's down tell to people, the ad. The ad mark determines one quart. Uh, ad okay. mark determines one quart, yeah. so it, it's going to burn some oil. So, so uh, 
check that a little more frequently on a car that is is up there in age. Okay, and and as far as 250,000 miles, I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody else. The end is near when you start leaking oil profusely or using oil profusely, and along with profusely comes blue smoke out of the tailpipe and fouling of spark plugs. Mm -hmm. You haven't got either one of those. And so I'm not real worried about you right now. I think the Prius holds four quarts. I believe so. So we're down a quart and a half. Most cars, even BMWs, talk about a quart every 2,000 miles. Chevrolet is is about 2,000 miles. Some of them are a quart every 3,000 miles, but nobody's a quart every four or five. I've got a legal case right now where that is exactly the issue. It's what is the oil consumption, the national average is. Mm-hmm. I think you and I will agree that on a five-quart system, we expect the car at the end of 3,000 miles to be on the ad mark, somewhere right. around there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's a quart every 3,000 miles. Mm-hmm. And what about the inspection? Uh, well, I don't see a difference. I, the inspection measures, um, it's gonna, they're going to plug into your computer on your Prius. So as long as you don't have any trouble codes and you don't have a check engine light, then you're going to pass with no problem. Okay. That's uh, wonderful. Thanks so much. All right. Well, I also have a suggestion for you. Do you know what kind of oil you're using? What weight? Uh, 30-5. Uh, a 5-30. Yeah. Okay. If I were you at a quarter million miles, what I'd do is, is on the next oil change, I'd have them put a straight 30 weight in there. We're going to use a little thicker oil, oil that holds its viscosity a lot better than a 5 weight. So I would put a 30 weight in there, and then I would go exactly 3,000 miles, and I would check the oil level. If you're close to the ad mark at 3,000 miles, then we know what we need to do. Um, but I, I, I'm going to tell you again, blue smoke or you foul a spark plug, the end is near. And there's nothing you can do about it except uh, trade the car in or put a new motor in it, and I think that's a, a bad idea. That, that wouldn't be a suggestion that I would offer you. All righty. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Bob. Thank you very much. 602. 602-508-0960. 602. What is it? 508-0960. I'm writing and talking at the same time. I can't hardly do that. Donna, good morning to you. How can we help you? I have a 2008 Chrysler Town & Country with a 4.0 engine, 57,000 miles on it, and I'm experiencing problems with an intermittent start where there are times that uh, it might start remotely, other times it doesn't. Um, sometimes it will click, click, click as many as 10 times, and then it will finally start. I've had a starter replaced in it. I've had a battery replaced in it. Okay. Um, and obviously you still have the problem or you wouldn't be calling us. And you, you I'm not making fun of you. Please don't misunderstand me. But this is exactly why people... Now, I'm not even saying you did this, but this kind of story I hear every week where someone has tried to fix a car by guessing, and it rarely works. Because if guessing were working, we would have a better chance than them. Right. So True. Now, what I hear you saying is, is, and this is the distinction we need from you, Donna, this is a situation, you're talking about a no-crank intermittent, because that's quite different than a no-start Intermittent. No start means it goes, rrr, 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 but it never, the engine never fires up. It never blossoms. So you're talking about a click, no crank problem. Am I right? Yes, okay. that's correct. All righty. Billy? You know, this can be as, as simple as uh, the last battery installations. Uh, somebody didn't get uh, a good connection on the battery. 
Um, there's there's a number of things that can cause this. There's electronic safety devices so the car doesn't start in gear. There's all kinds of things that can cause this thing to to, to act up. Um, do you see? Do you have any other symptoms when when you turn the key and you just get a click? Does does the dome light go dim or anything like that, or is or is it the dash lights go dim? No, the dash lights are strong. Headlights are strong. Everything appears uh, very normal on it. Okay, let's talk out loud. She said a starter, but she didn't say a solenoid. And so that Chrysler, we're going to have a solenoid sitting on the starter, so we don't know if there's a solenoid or if they transferred the solenoid. Odds are it came that way, but we don't know that. Okay. And because that's a lead contributor to the symptoms she has. Right. Not only that is, is the, the important part for me was is the lights inside, at least the lights inside, don't change intensity when mm-hmm. she gets the click. Yep. If it was a solenoid problem, we'd change the intensity slightly, but not much. Yeah. It'd be obvious. Might n- Well, if you were looking close enough, may not have been noticeable to the average operator. Fair enough. But if it's a starter problem, we're going to drag that those lights completely down. If, if not the, to nothing, but a whole If the starter lot. was incapable of turning, it would go, use up all the electricity and the lights would dim. Right. So I'm going to say it's more of what we call it, more like an open circuit than a shorted circuit. Now, she also said that her remote... It wouldn't start the car, but the command is is crank the car over, turn on the ignition system, and fire up. Right. If the starter's not going to be working for whatever reason, Never it's not going to happen. So I'm not going to pay attention to the remote side. I'm going to fix the click no crank and hope that the remote falls in falls line. Falls in lines after it, absolutely. Okay. Donna, I have good news for you. If you'll go to my website, SalemBoysAuto.com, okay. I want you to look at FAQ 28 and... and I would like to suggest that you print it. Okay. Now, Billy, let me tell you what FAQ 28 says. It says that I can diagnose your car by looking at the headlights. Okay? (laughs) Yep. All right, because the headlights represent a voltmeter. Yeah. So I'm going to have Donna on FAQ 28 try to park where there's something in front of her so she can watch the the headlights. Next time it doesn't start. Okay. So she's going to pull up her garage door. Right. And she's going to turn on the headlights, and she's going to shut it off. They're white and bright, so she knows what white and bright looks like. Yep. The next morning, the he- she turns the headlights off. The next morning, she turns the headlights on first, and she's going to hit the key. Now, one of three things is going to happen. <laughs> the headlights will not change intensity. Mm-hmm. They will change intensity, or they'll go or completely they'll go out. out. <laughs> okay? <Yep. laughs> now, if they change intensity ever so slightly or almost imperceivable is that a, is that a good word yeah is that i, think I don't that's think right that, word. i don't i don't think that's the right word but i she, think imperceivably i think right. that's the word so she can't see it that would suggest that the solenoid may be clicking but it ain't passing any kind of power right. it's not consuming any electricity right. the second thing is is it's going to dim dramatically but as soon as she let goes the keys boom it comes, it comes back, back that fast right so that means that the starter itself is dragging it down. It sounds like the power got at least to the starter. Yes. And, and of course, the starter's not going to work if the voltage is below 9.6, and it's going to struggle between 9.6 and 10, but it's supposed to work between 10 and 12 or yeah. 10 and 13. So when you look at that big picture, by watching the headlights, she should be able to say one of those three things. Right. The headlights didn't change intensity first time first thing in the morning. They did change intensity, but it popped right back up. But what about this, Bill? She hits the key, the headlights go to nothing, and then they slowly come back on to white and bright. That's not the circumstance. Okay. <laughs> what? 
I don't believe I've ever seen that, but that, I'd be worried about a current flow issue. Well, you just mentioned it at the beginning, dirty cables, not yeah. installed correctly. Right. So you're overcoming a bad connection because you're taking all the juice out of the battery, and then you're waiting for the heat to dissipate and have a connection Come again. Come back again, yeah. But, Donna, the, 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 the question is, is if you want to help yourself with diagnostic money and not spend $125 an hour having someone diagnose it, you can do the same thing. We just need to know when the problem is there what the headlights do. And we've given you three options. They don't. Right. And, they don't and change. They don't change. They don't change. I've done that uh, where I've had it parked in the garage. Next morning, come into it, uh, have turn the lights on, uh, try to start the car. It clicks. There is absolutely no change in the light. They okay. stay bright and white. See, here's what the puzzling thing is: is the solenoid's going to draw at least 20 amps or 30 amps of power. We should or see, eight. okay, but we should see a difference. So what's fooling us here is, is the click. We expect to see a difference in the headlights, right? And and what you're saying is, is there is no difference. I wonder if this has got a starter relay which takes no voltage, and I wonder if the click and she's hearing is a starter relay that's supposed to talk to the solenoid. We'd have to look at a, a and, manual. And that's just it. The, the, the perceived click from the passenger compartment isn't a diagnostic result. Right. Yeah. So in, in your particular case, if you want to look to see if you have a starter relay, open up your owner's manual. There's going to be a picture of your um, fuse box. Right. Okay. And you're looking for a big square item, and it's going to say, it may say fuel pump relay. It may say starter relay. It may say AC relay. But the ma- your manual is going to show you a picture of it, and each one of the fuses is going to be identified, and each one of the relays is going to be identified. Yeah. Now, if you have a starter relay, I want you to pull the starter relay out, and I want you to take the air conditioning relay out, and I want you to s- swap them. Yep. <laughs> Install a known good part. Okay. So we already know your air conditioning is fine. So if we move those two and we swap those two relays, which, by the way, those Obosh relays are normally closed, normally open relays. Sure. How much can they be? $10, 12 $15? Yeah, not very much money. Okay. So if you swap those two relays and the car begins to start all the time. But the air conditioning isn't so great. <laughs> you know what you did. So these are kind of things that the old gray-haired guys know about. But in re- realistically, we got to go drive the car. we got to see what the symptoms are. And from then, we can start our diagnosis. So one of the things, another thing you can do, and you want to do this carefully, Donna. When, you, when it clicks, I want you to click it 10 times. Hit the key 10 times. Maybe have the hood open. And then put a pair of gloves on and touch the two battery cables where they attach to the battery. You won't get electrocuted. I promise. But I I want you to touch it and get off of it because I want to know if one of them's hot. Ah. I don't want you to brand your fingers, and I don't want you to go to the eagle or the beaver and sue me. I just want you to touch 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 the cables real quick and look for heat. All righty. All righty. We've done the best we can for you, Donna. Good luck. And if she'd call back and tell us how well we did, that'd be that'd really be great. Wonderful. Yeah, next week if you wanted to do that. 602-508-0960. That's the number. The lines are wide open. We've got five of them. Gil is the engineer. He'll say, hi, KKNT. Would you like to talk to Mark and Bill? You say yes. And he says, what's your name? And he says, I'll put you in queue. Then in my earphone, he says, Donna's your next caller. Or Bill or Joe or whatever. That's how it works. So 602-508-0960. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. 
2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Attention, this is an investor notice. Are you interested in making some extra cash buying real estate tax liens? The Government Tax Lien Network is offering a free tax lien kit which contains two DVDs and a step-by-step report that will show you how to earn guaranteed returns between 15 and 35% yearly, which is completely secured by the government. They'll even show you how to do this inside your own retirement accounts. So if you're looking to become a real estate investor without risk, then call 800-725-7630 now and get your free tax lien kit. Then get ready to buy tax liens for pennies on the dollar and buy houses for as low as $500. All from your home with little or no money working only 5 to 10 hours per week. Call 800-725-7630 right now and get your free tax lien kit. Plus, two free tickets to a live training event and a free $20 Visa gift card just for attending. Call 800-725-7630 800-725-7630 for your free tax lien kit now. Individual results may vary. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Bill Conium from 25th Street Auto. It's 25th Street and Indian School. For those of you in Central Phoenix, I don't think I have another shop that I refer to in Central Phoenix. You are the dog. You That's are nice the person. To hear. Thank that, you, sir. Yeah, there's nobody else. I, I, ever, I mean, I've got guys all around you, but I don't have anybody really handling Central Phoenix. So, really, you got from, gosh, I don't know, uh, south and northern to the river and from probably the i don't know 40th street to 40th avenue i mean that's and the downtown area that's where i get a lot of calls from yeah so let's go to the phones real quick tom you're up next how can we help you i have a paint issue um i have a 2010 ford one uh uh 150 and i noticed on the hood uh i have an area about the size of a quarter where the paint has flaked off, and I'm seeing primer underneath it. Okay. I went 
I went to a body shop, and he said, yep, um, you got paint flaking off. And he showed me a couple other places around the uh, uh, windshield, the the edging and stuff. And he said it was a problem that Ford had with their paints. Do I have a warranty issue? Well, um, go. You got a comment on this? Yeah, I've got a... 06 F-150 that started out with a quarter size spot. It's it's now about the size of your wallet where there's no paint on the on the hood. Um, it, he he's right, and I have it on the on the roof and things like that too. Um, it is a paint problem in the sense that there's a lot going on with paint. Just like car repair starts with diagnosis, um, paint starts with paint prep, and it's right down to bare metal. It, it's really more of a, a, an adhesion problem with the paint prep, the paint primer. So in order to fix that, I'm not a painter, but in order to fix that, they're going to have to take all the paint off that hood and properly prepare it to, to adhere to the, to the paint. And it's going to be expensive, and it's only going to be under warranty for 36 months or 36,000 miles. Some things on your truck have a longer warranty, but they told me that paint isn't one of them. Okay, and, and, and but General Motors had a primer problem. And after everybody started driving their cars and they looked like that uh, they had gone through a sandstorm, then mm-hmm. General Motors extended that warranty right. some, some way. Um, he, here's, here's, here's what you need to be prepared for, and here you need to come up with an answer. I'm, I'm Ford, and you call me and you tell me about this, and I'm going to say to you, um, Tom, it's, it's unacceptable for you to ask me to extend the warranty as much as it would be to you, it would be unacceptable to you if I called you up and asked you to shorten it by a year. So I gave you three and 36. I'm willing to accept responsibility for three and 36, but that's it. Now, I'm not sticking up for Ford because you'll hear that from every single car manufacturer. They may not be as blunt as I am, but they'll say no Mm -hmm. in a nice way. Here's what I would do if I were you. I would ask Ford and I would call 1-800-FORD and I would open a case number. And then I would follow their procedures, and if you win, fine. They'll probably just do your hood. They're not going to paint your whole car. But you're going to waste your freebie on the hood, where really uh, six months from now you can have paint peeling from other areas. As a result of that, you already wasted your freebie on the hood. And so they're going to say everything after that is yours. So I would go to Ford. I'd I'd do a 1-800-Ford. I'd open up a case. I would ask, and they're going to say, what do you want? And you maybe you say, I want you to fix the hood, and I want you to accept responsibility for the next 12 months of any other panel that peels. And then I'm going to limit your exposure to two panels. So a hood and a fender, a hood and a door. Mm-hmm. If, if you negotiate with them like that, it's good in one hand and it's bad on the other. Half the people would say, Mark's crazy. Why negotiate that early in the deal? Mark says... You don't have any warranty anyway, so you're, you're <laughs> negotiating for, and and to be paint your whole car is going to be thousands upon thousands of dollars. Right, they got to start with bare metal and move through there. So, and don't feel like the Lone Ranger because you look, you can look around. I think sh- uh, General Motors' paint uh, paint primer problem covered eight or ten years of time. Right, and so, and if enough people speak up, maybe they would do some extended warranty or. Yep, but don't do this. Get a firm no in writing from them before you take it someplace else and have it done because they're not going to pay what you had it done for. So right. have have patience. Take and take photographs of it 
every week or every month so that you can show the deterioration of the paint in the process. But I don't have a really good answer other than the the advice I gave you, 1-800-CALL-FORD and have them open up a case. Now, let me ask you a question. The other day I had a Ford dealership tell uh, a customer of mine, if you would have had us do your service, we'd be more likely to accommodate you in your request. So my question to you, uh, Tom, is is did uh, the dealership get to do a lot of that service on the first 36 months of your truck? No, I go to an independent. Okay. So you're going to smile and you're going to say, do you have a business card? And would you be be kind enough to write that on the back of the business card? And and then I'll know who said it. So you just write down, had you um, done business with us for the three years at the beginning, then we'd be more likely to help you out with this. And you can ask them, can you help me spell extortion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm not kidding you. I've heard that more than once. I've heard, I, I had it a guy in California who needed a key fob. And they said $300 or $800. They went 300 then they went to 800 So he called me. He's a good customer of mine. Jeff, my parts guy, called a friend of his in California. He goes, oh, I know a lock guy that does it. The lock guy came over and did the key for 200 bucks. <laughs> and so now he's really eight. mad because that's what they said. It's unfortunate that we haven't seen you as a customer. You bought this from here, but we haven't seen you since you bought it. And we would be more likely to help you. And so I heard that there, too. Mm -hmm. So anyway, good luck to you, Tom. Thank you very much. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. There's only one shop in Mesa that I suggest you go to, and it's a shop that I have vetted. This is a shop that I trust. It's a shop that I like. It's owners that I like. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair, and they've been around since 1970. They have great technicians. They do a great job. And, and just like all my shops, if they mess up, they raise their hand. They don't hide. They don't call you a liar. They don't do any of that. If they mess up, they raise their hand. So if you live anywhere in Mesa, they're on Main Street just east of Stapley. Main Street just east of Stapley is where Thompson's Auto Repair is at. All righty. When we come back, Russell, you're our first caller, and I'm not even going to do anything. I'm just going to say, hi, I'm Mark Salem. Give the phone number. I'll give it now, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And so, Russell, you're going to be my very first caller, but we've got a break that's going to be, I think, two and a half to three minutes. So, 602-508-0960. Bill Conium from 25th Street Autos here, and we'll take your calls right at that phone number. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
There's a battle building in America. The future of our country and the conservative movement are being attacked. Racial tensions are rising. The war against radical Islam continues. Illegal immigration, health care, and so much more. September 30th, we take the fight to the stage. Town Hall Media and 960 The Patriot present the Phoenix Freedom Summit. The battle for American greatness comes to the Mesa Arts Center. Saturday, September 30th, best-selling author Dinesh D'Souza, Mike Gallagher, Larry Elder, Seth and Chris, and a panel of town hall experts tackle the mainstream media and culture that has become so opposed to the American greatness agenda. Get limited VIP meet and greet tickets, preferred seating, or general admission right now. Tickets at 960thepatriot.com. D'Souza, Gallagher, Elder, Seth, and Chris. The Phoenix Freedom Summit. The battle for American greatness starts with you. September 30th. Event and ticket information at 960thepatriot.com. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns, and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Welcome back, everybody. Bill Conium is here, and I'll turn off my speaker so there is no... That's You, you thought I forgot, didn't you, Gil? Yes, sir. <laughs> IMM Auto Service. They're on the northeast corner of uh, Fien- or Tempe. They're south of the 202, just west of the 101. Those of you that have cars like Volvo, Saabs, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo, first of all, Bill and I would like to extend our condolences <laughs> to you for for being so drunk that you fixed bought one of those cars. And they're just so patient. And well, their cars in the shop all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so the good news is, is IMM specializes in Volvo, Saabs, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. However, they can do anything in your garage that includes Chevy, Ford, Chrysler, Honda, Toyota. 
So they do those five really well, but they also do the bottom end of that, which is Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. <laughs> David's a really good guy. You will like him, but it, you don't belong anywhere else if you have one of those cars other than IMM Imports in Tempe. IMM Imports. Russell, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Yes, uh, thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, I, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I really like your show. Uh, I've got a 2008 Avalon, and uh, I'll be driving down the road at night, and the headlights uh, will go off. Uh, usually, uh, uh, one will go off, and then right after that, the other will go off. Uh, if I turn the switch off and turn it back on, they both come back on. Uh, I changed out the headlight relay, put a new headlight relay in. Is that a ballast problem, a light problem? What is? Here's what I I think I want you to do is I think I want you to kind of do this. When you're driving down the road and no one's in front of you, I want you to manhandle the headlight switch. So I want you to, is the headlight switch a rocker switch? Is it a rotate switch? Is it it's a push? A rotating, it's a rotating switch okay. on the left uh, column. Okay. I, I want you just to kind of manhandle that. I want you to grab the knob and lift it up and push it down, 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Because here's what's puzzling us. No matter whether it's high beams or low beams, we're feeding both of those headlights at the same time. Right. There, there's no way that we're, we've got two wires it's that go to the headlight. It's not a left head, and right, right headlight switch. Yeah, we're going to go from the switch through the dimmer switch, and then we're going to feed the left side and the right side with one wire. So the fact that you're losing one and you still have one might be a bad connection at the back of one of the headlights. But mm-hmm. you said you just changed them, which would be have been disturbed. No, I changed, I changed the relay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I think what I would do if I were you is, is uh, I don't know how easy it's going to be to get the back of those headlight bulbs, but I would take the headlight bulbs out and there's... Yeah, you have to remove the bumper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I can believe it. You ought to see the people's face when we bid those kinds yeah. of jobs. They don't like us. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's $375 to replace those two headlights, and I'll do the running lights for you at the same time. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, it's it's craziness. In in your case though, it it would seem to be that you'd start at the headlights, but not if it's a, if it's a front bumper stuff. I, I still and there's the dimmer switches on your turn signal. Yes. Yes. Okay. I would start with the. It's called a multi-function switch, and I would start playing with it. When you lose a headlight, I want you to go to high beams and then go back to lows and see if that light comes on. Um, I, now, want... I have a I have a question about that theory, though. If it's only fed by one wire, why would one light go off and then the other one? Well, he, he, okay. If you want to start with that theory, then you're going to have to pull the bumper. Yeah. So, I, I, and and what you're going to have to do at that point is is you're going to have to do an autopsy on c- driver side headlight connection and the passenger side headlight connection. And an autopsy means you pull the light out, you clean up the terminals, you clean up the plugs, and then you put dielectric in those. And then you, or better yet, you get to the plugs, you turn the headlights on, and you gently wiggle them left and right and up or down, and maybe 
50% of the time, you'll figure out which plug it is. Because if I'm messing with the driver's side plug and all of a sudden I see it stay on, but I see the passenger side plug dive, so I wiggle it again and the passenger side comes back on, I know where to go. So, yeah, these are, these are high-voltage... HIDs. Like, yeah, and they do have ballast. Do those have an overheat uh, um, uh, switch in the ballast? You know? No, no, I, I don't know that, but I can tell you that we install HIDs in a lot of cars and trucks. And as a matter of fact, my son said to me just the other day, I have a Dodge truck with HIDs that he installed, and he said, how long have you been driving around without your passenger light? And I said, I've got those airplane landing lights on the front. What do I need a headlight for? <laughs> and he said, Dad, he says, you don't have a headlight in the passenger front. So I said, well, fix it. So he put a new ballast on the right front. Yep. So I'm on my way up to the ranch, and I call him, and I go, gosh, I've got lights now. <laughs> I only had half. So, yeah. yes, they have a replaceable ballast. But I'm betting that these are going to be... Um, from the manufacturer, and they're probably not going to sell you just the ballast. They're going to sell you the entire assembly. So you're going to probably buy a headlight, and you're probably going to buy the ballast and the connection between the two of them. I'm just guessing, but I think that's yeah. what you're going to have. Now, if it's a ballast and you're going to pull the front bumper off, why don't you just swap ballast from one side to the other, keep the bumper off for a couple of days. It won't look bad. Have your wife drive it. And <laughs> and just and just see if the, if the headlights change in that respect. Yeah. So, oh, good luck to you, Russell. Thank you very much for holding as long as you did. And uh, and thank you for laughing with us as we made fun of your problem. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Attention, this is an investor notice. Are you interested in making some extra cash buying real estate tax liens? The Government Tax Lien Network is offering a free tax lien kit which contains two DVDs and a step-by-step report that will show you how to earn guaranteed returns between 15 and 35% yearly, which is completely secured by the government. They'll even show you how to do this inside your own retirement accounts. So if you're looking to become a real estate investor without risk, then call 800-725-7630 now and get your free tax lien kit. Then get ready to buy tax liens for pennies on the dollar and buy houses for as low as 500 all from your home with little or no money, working only 5 to 10 hours per week. Call 800-725-7630 right now and get your free tax lien kit, plus two free tickets to a live training event and a free $20 Visa gift card just for attending. Call 800-725-7630, 800-725-7630 for your free tax lien kit now. Individual results may vary. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich? No. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving? makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The media landscape has changed. 
Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. Wrong. I personally think this race is over. To me, this race is over. Politico's latest survey agrees, quote, Clinton will crush Trump. Wrong. From major network television down to local radio, fake news is being exposed. You are fake news. But there's one station that doesn't talk at you, but with you. One station that doesn't talk about important people, but to them. There's one station that doesn't pretend to be what it isn't. That station is the number one conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Don't stand for entertainment in place of information. Stand with The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot isn't just a trend, it's a statement. Your voice, your station. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Together, we will make America great again. Hugh Hewitt in the morning to Larry Elder at night with the best live show in the Valley at 3 p.m. with Seth and Chris. The only conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem and Bill Conium. He's from 25th Street Auto, and that's 25th Street and Indian School. And uh, he's a, a technician and a shop owner that I really respect because of his honesty and integrity and um, because he usually carries a gun. So <laughs> they're going to believe you got that. Me. They're, they're going to believe that, I'm, but I'm just kidding you. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto Repair. They're at 38th Avenue and in Indian School. They've been around since 1967. Bob and Ellen own and operate Larry Harker's Auto. They do electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, all kinds of vehicle maintenances, maintenance stuff. But what Bob's really good at is diagnostics. You just have to go in there and wave the proverbial red flag in front of him and tell him nobody else can fix this and he'll fix it. So he's a good guy that does everything from the top down. So if you live anywhere near 38th Avenue and in Indian School, I'm really proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto Repair to you. David, good morning. How can we help you today? Yeah, uh, Mark, uh, nice to speak with you. Uh, I own a late model uh, Mercedes. I, I live in Buckeye. I need a, a good mechanic on the west side. You know no, uh, the only good Mercedes mechanic I know is a guy that knows Mercedes better than anybody I've ever met. His name is Goody. G-O-O-D-Y, and he's in Scottsdale. Now, about three weeks ago, I had a guy uh, come in and call in about a Mercedes, and he had uh, the pedal going to the floor intermittently and some dash lights coming on. And when I took a break, my phone buzzed, and it was Goody, and he said, tell him 2200 and blah, blah, blah is bad. <laughs> I was just amazed. And then there's been time where I've called him because we've had a Benz. And actually, we bought a scanner so we could go do the A service and the B service and reset all that. And I've called him and said, hey, this is what I got, and this is where I'm up against. And he already knew the answer. So yeah. that's all he works on is Mercedes-Benz. That's all yeah. he works on. But you're going to have to drive to North Northeast Scottsdale, which is the uh, the 101 and Frank Lloyd Wright, which is Bell Road. And he's by appointment only. But I want to tell you, I would, I'm would. i in South Tempe, and if I owned a Mercedes-Benz, 
Um, I, I wouldn't. I changed the oil on my own, but if I had a problem, I'd take it to Goody. Yeah, and that's what I do, Mark. I change the oil. I can do some stuff too, like spark plugs, uh, brake, but uh, like the flushing of the brake. Uh, yeah. Yep. Around the department. Um, I mean, a problem on um, getting rid of the fluids and that type of stuff. But the B services and all that stuff. That's what I'm really interested in. So Goody. Yeah. Yep, his name is his name is actually Stephen, I think, or something like that. But the name of his shop and his last name is Goldstein, so it's Goody's probably out of that. I just want to tell you, he's just an amazing person. He's not even on my list. He doesn't even want to be on my list because his focus of cars is so narrow. Right. It's just Mercedes, and we want independent yeah. shops to do a lot. But here's what you do. Yes, sir. The next time you have a problem, you call him up and you say. Um, you know, can I make an appointment to have you look at this? And he says yes. And then you say, I have a coupon for Mark Salem for $300. Would you honor that? <laughs> and, okay. and, and we'll see what he says. Okay. <laughs> you know what I he's going to say? Um, let me talk to Mark. And then he's going to call me up and he's going to use bad words. And I'm going to tell him I was just teasing. And David knows I was just teasing. So, Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Well, good luck to you, David. Thank you very, very much. Jim, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, I'm uh, in the process of upgrading uh, the suspension on my car, the uh, front and rear sway bars, mm -hmm. and I'm uh, having trouble understanding uh, the difference between a hollow sway bar and a, a, a non-hollow sway bar and the difference between the two and which ones are better or which ones are worse. Well, the difference is the hollow ones are hollow, and yeah. the non-hollow ones are solid. And and how you would know that is by weight and by hitting them with a uh, a wrench. Yeah, you, the, the hollow ring. Yeah, the way that they're going to ring. Um, is one right. better than the other? I, um, I'll answer first. I would be very uncomfortable with a hollow um, sway bar. I want that thing to be solid because because each corner is going to have to work independently of one another. So the, here's a good example. Drive along a, a, a sidewalk, and when there's a curb cut, put your right side front and your right rear on it, and then just drive front, drive forward where the curb drops off. And so your left side tires are going to be on the roadway, and your right side tires are going to be on the sidewalk, and I probably wouldn't do this in front of a policeman. <laughs> but, but your sway bar is kind of holding that level. I think the sway bar is an integral part of people um, keeping control of their car in an emergency avoidance kind of situation. I've never seen a hollow one. Have you? No. I've never seen Not that, that I was aware of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen them advertised yeah. on uh, the Internet. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would want to do that. That would be kind of like this. We've got some suspension components in the back that are square, and they're, they're pretty heavy metal, but they're hollow. But if somebody were to take what would typically be uh, an eighth of an inch steel or a 316th steel and make it out of aluminum foil, I probably wouldn't use that. So, I mean, okay. I'm, using, I'm exaggerating yeah. the situation. What kind of car are you talking about? Uh, I have a 74 Goat that okay. I'm working on. GTO, I'm sorry. All right, no, that's okay. I got it. Uh, GTO for the for the old guys, and and uh, <laughs> or a goat a goat for the old guys, and a GTO for the young guys. Um, yes, sir. Uh, I, you know what? And, I got and, my and what's your goal? Wait. Are you going to do Jim Connor with this, or? Uh, no, um, I have um, 13 16s front bar and a half inch sway bar, and I would just like to um, improve the body roll, the handling, the cornering ability. But I don't know. 
how thick to go or how thick not to go on the sway bars. You know, an inch, an inch, and an eighth, seven eighths. I'm totally lost on that. Okay. Well, well, what did the car call for? An inch? Uh, the car has front 13 sixteenths on the front. All right. And uh, half inch on the rear. Well, the rear is the lightest part of the car because the motor and the tranny are all up front. Right. And, um, you know, uh, if if you don't have a specific goal in mind, here's what I'm scared for you. I'm scared you're going to spend a lot of money, and at the end of the day, you're going to say, I can't feel the difference, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry I spent the money. That's what I'm afraid for you. And okay. I can't tell you how many times we've had that happen on the old cars. Right. I just put fuel injection on some Ford Fairlane. And at the end of the day, I said to the guy, was it worth it? And he said, I would have never paid the money again. I'm happy with how it runs and starts. But he says, I would have never paid the money to have it installed and to buy the kit. Mm-hmm. He said, it's just okay. not that big of a deal. And he said, I could have kept that spread more on there and had probably the same same activity. So, um, you know, I'd stay away from the hollow ones. And if anything, I'd go up a size. But I don't know the benefit of going up a size in the back. And if you got 13 sixteenths on the front... I can't imagine if you went to a one inch on the front that that you know what three sixteenths is going to make a difference. And, and oh, I'm ad- oh. I'm admittedly a drag racer. I go in a straight line, so this is yeah. not my forte. But one thing I want to consider, if if we're thinking body roll and cornering, have you made changes to the ride height and the shock valving yet? Spring no, rates, things like that. Was the other part question of the I wanted to ask you guys? I would like to drop the front end of the goat. Um, I can get drop kits two or three inches. I don't know if it's safer or better to go to drop it using coil springs or just using a drop spindle. Which is safer? Which is better? It's 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 a it's a matter of money as yeah. far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and and are are you a Ford and Chevy? There's uh, you know who, yeah. which do you like better? Yeah. There's different different reasons. There. And then well, another thing is the tires and wheels you've got. Um, if you do a drop spindle, we still need that wheel to fit over that uh, that brake apparatus, the caliper, or whatever you've got. So y- there's a lot of moving dynamics here, and and a drop spindle is something that we typically will use on a big four-wheel drive truck, but we're not going to drop it more than an inch or two using a spindle. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're doing coil springs and lower control arms and upper control arms, so we're going to do the best we can by raising it in that fashion. So yeah, Well, I was just going to go the cheap route and just use two-inch drop coils up front. But I've talked to a couple of different people. I get so many different answers. I'm kind of lost at this point. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what I'd be real worried about is is that if you took if you took two inches off the front end, do I have enough adjustments to get it aligned again? So I mean, uh, I need without, uh, yeah. I got a camber. I got caster on both sides, and I got toe. Now toe's not going to be a problem, but camber may very well be a problem. I don't think caster is going to be a problem on a two inch drop or a two-inch less coil, but I'm real worried about camber being able to get the top of those tires straight up and down. So, Sounds like maybe I should just stick with the sway bars and call it even. Well, let me tell you this. Are you the first owner, second owner? Who are you? I'm, the, origi- I'm the original owner, sir. The, the car is worth so much more money if you put it back the way it was. You'll be so grateful when you sell it or when your surviving wife, after she divorces you because she finds a new boyfriend, <laughs> and she gets your goat. And um, she gets your goat. And gets your goat. <laughs> so How'd you like that Very one? good. <laughs> she, uh, I'm just teasing you, of course. But you know what? If you're the original owner, 
Every change you make is a step backwards. Guys like me are not going to buy that with fancy tires and wheels and drop spindles on it. We want that thing as close to stock as possible. So That's I just offer. My son keeps yeah. telling me. Okay. I, I I offer you that. Thank you very much, Jim. Thank you very awesome. much. Awesome. Thanks, gentlemen. Okay. Good luck to you. Oh, that's a. Uh, th- we do lots of modifications, um, but we're doing them on diesel trucks, and mm-hmm. we're doing electric steps, and we're doing suspensions. We did a six-inch lift on a GMC the other day, and I just don't know why. I just don't know why. Now, admittedly, on my Dodge One Ton, um, I had Alan put uh, some bigger springs in it because I wanted it to be level. Level. That's all I wanted. A level. And you know what we got done with? We got done where we had to carve out the headlights adjustment because we didn't have enough headlights enough to adjustment make it right. to drop them down. Yeah. So there is good and there's bad. And my truck's a 2012 Dodge. Who gives, you know, who cares? There's another one out there. Yeah. There's, yeah. yeah. It's not, not like, like it's a collector car. Well, not like mine because it's kind of it, wrapped. If I remember correctly, the 70, yeah, yours, yeah. yours, <laughs> yours no longer a normal truck. Uh, but like the, this guy with the 74 GTO, so in the 70s, there weren't a lot of GTOs. I'm right. thinking that. He's it, probably few and far between. He's probably got a 389. I'm guessing. Well, actually, isn't isn't the in 74? Isn't that where they did the Nova, Omega, Ventura, and Apollo? They all had these four cars. Yeah. And the GTO was actually a Pontiac Ventura, Nova kind of car. Yes. Yes. When was the last time you saw one of them? I I, I don't know. Some of them you had know. them cold air Trans Am scoops on them. They're cool. You know what I saw the other day? You're not going to believe this. I saw a pristine Pinto. Tell my wife she's looking for one. That two-door, white, pristine Pinto. And it had no flags on it whatsoever. No identification. I thought first it was one of those AMC Gremlins. (laughs) So I had to park and walk around the front and see the grill. And I'm going, who? And it wasn't restored. This was factory original. Somebody had this in their garage. And and it was at a Walmart store. And it was parked (laughs) clear away from everybody else. But uh, I don't that's know That's how what they kept it pristine? Yeah, yeah, and that's no kidding. All right, well, thanks for spending your Saturday with me. I appreciate that. Folks, if you w- want as much information as I can personally give you, then go to my website, MarkSalem.com. Mark with the K, Salem like the cigarettes. MarkSalem.com. You can also click a link there and send me a question. I would like very much if you would include your phone number and give me hours I can call you. I oftentimes have lots of questions I need to ask you before I can give you good advice. And it's also important to know I'm going to call from a blocked phone number. So when you answer the phone and say hello, the first thing I'm going to say is, is, um, Bill, this is Mark Salem. Did you send me an email about a carp question? I'm going to tell you right up front who I am because people will hang up on you or or not answer blocked calls. So if you'll do that, that's fine. But a lot of times, you're going to tell me the problem, but I'm going to ask you things to help us hone in on the problem. So it's like the guy with the goat, you know, should I do this or do that? Well, let's talk about it more. Let's, yeah, let's, let's talk about the issues. So my email address is pretty easy. It's mark at marksalem.com. You can get there with mark at salemboysauto.com as well. Either one will work. They all Actually, they all go to the same email address, but I got five of them, so they all go to the same place. But I'm not going to give you that one. <laughs> 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 Nevertheless, it's, uh, it's important for you to learn how to say this sentence to whoever you do business with. They want to flush your injectors. They want to flush your, your uh, 
uh, your upper intake. They want to flush your exhaust valves. They want to flush your exhaust system. They want to flush, 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 flush. You need to learn how to say this. What symptom are you going to fix with your suggested repair? Mm-hmm. Because if they want to do a $189 intake flush, then there's lots of symptoms that would be caused and that necessitate the need for that. But if you don't have the symptoms, then you don't need the need. All righty, we'll see you next Saturday here, 10 to noon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.